Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, Brooke. Uh, Hello, Amanda. (laughs) How many different ways can we say hello? I know. We should keep track. We should do a compilation of just all of our like, hey, hello. (laughs) I'm feeling fresh as a daisy today. Are you? And it's because I nailed my morning routine. Well, I just want to stop for a second and give you a round of applause here. Thank you. I will too. I, you are definitely on top of the morning routine way more than I am. I feel like I'm not on top of a lot, but the morning routine is one of the ones where I do feel like I'm constantly, like I'm looking for the holy grail of morning routines because Mm -hmm. I feel like when I get my morning routine right, I'm a totally different person. Really? Yes. Okay. Tell me about it. Okay. I I want to know. Today I did my textbook morning routine, which was, well, actually it was maybe maybe 90%. Anyway, I woke up at 6.20 and um, so my daughter, I usually have to wake her up at 7.45 or 8. So that gave me almost a solid hour and a half to myself, completely quiet, which was lovely. Impressive. Yes. Um, I got up immediately when my alarm went off. What? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I Because if I don't, like, it has to be literally immediate. Yeah. If there's a five-second delay, that can be crushing. Is your phone your alarm, or do you have an actual alarm I have two. So I have the phone that is next to me, which... It shouldn't be. Right. We've talked about this. It's probably not going to change. And then across the room, I have a Google alarm clock, which I love. I love this thing because it's kind of a – it's a Lenovo clock. It's a smart clock. So that also goes off. So I've got a lot of alarms happening the Google alarm clock also has that feature where it the the it has like a sunrise light, so it starts waking you up slowly with yeah. sunlight, like ten minutes before you have to wake up. Oh, I tried that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Which doesn't really work right now because is it getting light right now at like five thirty in it the morning? It is because the one day a week that I go to boot camp, it's already light when I walk out the door at five forty-five. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So waking up at 6.20, I'm wondering if I could even wake up a little bit earlier because when at 6.20, I feel like it's like noon. It's like so bright outside. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Anywho. So did not waste a second. Woke up exactly at 6.20. And then I'm also trying to do it. See, this is crazy. You're going to look at me like I'm crazy with this morning routine. Okay. Mel Robbins, has, I'm a huge fan of her. She has yes. a new book. 
that is called the high five habit. And she encourages you to give yourself a high five first thing in the morning. Like I know. Physically. Physically in the mirror. Touch the mirror and give yourself a high five. This is this is a lot. Jeez, it's it's kind of and she admits it's a little crazy and it yeah. feels pretty corny when you first do it. So I wake up, I give my Fernando doesn't even know this. He's like, Are you serious? Like, do you care? He's looking at me like, seriously, Amanda. Okay, so I give myself a high five. And this is the second really cheesy thing that I'm gonna confess. In the other one of my other favorite books, Tiny Habits, mm-hmm. they talk about encouraged by BJ Fogg. He talks about every morning, as soon as your feet touch the floor, floor saying to yourself, Today is gonna be a great day. Okay. Okay. So That's, it's 620. I mean, yeah. It's 620, Brooke. We're waking up, alarms go off. We Feet hit the floor. Today's going to be a great day. High five. Okay. So then I go in and I do, you know, I got to go pee and then I got to take my meds, which is actually nice because my thyroid meds, I have to take them a good 45 minutes before I eat. Oh, I was going to say, okay. Because sometimes meds have to be taken with food. So this is, okay. So this is nice because it's kind of like I can't really wake up and have a cup of coffee or eat anyway. Okay. So take the meds and then you kind of have to do something else. I like to rinse my face a little bit, brush my teeth so I feel a little bit more awake. And then I go straight down to do yoga. Now, I have not been doing yoga for the past two or three weeks. Okay. So the fact that I did yoga this morning was a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And you feel the difference. Yes. Yeah. I feel a huge difference. And something that I was realizing about the yoga was that I was thinking about it too much. Yeah. There's no thinking. No. You just get up and get your little tuchus on the mat. And that's yeah. it. Are you doing the Sarah Beth yoga still on YouTube? Yes. Okay. And I decided that I was going to do, because she has this calendar called the Evolve calendar, where she tells you every day exactly what to do. One less thing for me to have to think about. One less thing. So I did that. So then um, then it's usually, so it's like, what, maybe about seven. I've still got some time to myself, Brooke. Yeah, I'm not even up yet. (laughs) Brooke is not even awake yet. Nobody's awake yet. So then I actually had some time to do some prep for this podcast. You know, I like to add a few notes. I didn't get a chance to do that over the weekend. So I sat down at my computer and by that point I can eat. Mm -hmm. So I've got my tea. I had a little avocado toast. Look at you. Look at me, right? You I are mean, killing I'm it, killing and it's it. not even 7.15. It's not even 7.15. Now, the one thing, I do actually like to shower the night before. I had not showered the night before, and okay. so I did have to cut into my routine this morning a little bit to take a shower. Okay, because the yoga's not – sorry, I keep interrupting, but I just have no, questions. No, please. So the yoga's not like sweaty yoga that you need to shower afterwards. Correct. If you – if you did shower the night before. Correct. Okay. It's pretty low intensity. Right. Like I might get a little dewy. Maybe a little bit more breathing than physical Correct. like contraptioning your body. Correct. That not contraptioning. Not. No. Contraptioning. But There's not a lot of contraptioning. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, yeah. Contortion. Contortion. Wrong. Totally wrong word, but you knew what I meant. I did. Got it. Okay. Because you know I love the word contraption, and I I am willing to use it out of context. (laughs) Awesome. At any point. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. Yes. So then I took my shower, and because... I am have delegated um, lunch duty. Fernando's now making Isabel's lunch. I was like, you know, just kind of moving her along. I even like threw in a load of laundry. Wow. I know. The other day, Brooke, get this, and then because then I want to hear about what your what your what you've got going on mm-hmm. over there. The other day, I went to the exercise coach. We talked about this recently that I'm doing the exercise yeah. coach. It's only twenty minutes. 
I had my exercise coach uh, appointment at seven. I was out of there by 7.20. I went to the car wash. What? I know. I went to the car wash because I have a monthly membership at my car wash and it's right next to my exercise place. So it was 7.45, Brooke, and I had already exercised and washed my car on like a Tuesday morning. Okay. We're going to have to change the name of this podcast because this is beyond good enough I know, but this happened today. This is Whether this is going it. to happen tomorrow okay. is a totally different topic. <laughs> okay. The car wash didn't happen today, but this was another... This was a different workout day. Correct. Okay, gotcha. It was another day when I was like, Psh, I'm crushing it. You're crushing it. I mean, crushing it multiple days over the course of a week. Like I said, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can co-host this podcast anymore. <laughs> You're kicking me out. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm failing enough to for us to meet in the middle. Not failing. My good enough ish is very subpar to to your killing it good enough ish. So. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the next time we record, I might, you know, have big bags under my eyes and have just rolled out of bed five minutes before you getting here. It's That's fine. reality. I mean, the reality is that every day is a little different. But, like, basically you're saying that once Isabel is on the bus to school, you've already, like, done a lot. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to be able to sit down at that point and get right to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm I don't good. like feeling like I've been shot out of a cannon. No. In the morning, which... A lot of times if I don't do this, I feel like I do. Okay. I feel like I've been shot out of the cannon, and then the rest of the day feels that way. Well, that's a great segue because <laughs> I am fully shot out of a cannon pretty much every morning. Yeah, it's it's not it, – it, this time of year is hard. So there's a lot going on. We're recording this um, in June, yeah. and – School ends soon from by the time this airs, our kids will probably already be done school. But um, so I accidentally volunteered for like a lot of things yeah. this time of year. So you didn't listen to our how to say no episode. I book. didn't. You didn't remember that. I didn't. Yeah. No. See. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, everybody. Nobody's perfect. I the last few years, you know, the school events have not happened as much. And so now that yeah. they're happening and I'm like, "Oh, this is the flexibility that I wanted to work for myself and have this flexibility to be there for my kids." Well, um I'm there for them. Oh, you're there for them. I'm there for them almost every day doing chaperoning field trips and volunteering at the kindergarten fun day and yep, just did that yep. you know all the things which is really fun i have to say it's it really fun we live like right next to our school so i can just like hop on over there and be there for a fun event but yeah it's been a lot that's kind of beside the point but the ultimate um reason i'm talking about that is that i'm tired yep mommy's tired and um so okay my morning routine all right Speaking of being shot out of a cannon. So <laughs> most days, unless I'm going to my once-weekly boot camp day, which you know that that's like the day I feel like I have it all that's together. That's the day that you have literally unlaced your shoelaces. The night before. That you're on it. Yeah. Totally on it. Yeah. The other six days of the week, not so much. <laughs> so um, my phone alarm is set to always go off at 730. Mm -hmm. I hit snooze. <laughs> um, usually three times. Not going to lie, um, because no matter what time I went to bed the night before, I'm still pretty tired at yeah. 7.30. I'm just – I've never been a morning person. It's not – it's just not in me. Well, 
Beds, I mean, like, what is better than a cozy bed? I know. It's the best. My like, warm bed in my What person in their right mind room. wants to get out of that thing? I know. And I you, hear you. And you know how I love my air conditioning, Amanda. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got that central air blaring. <laughs> and yeah, so I have a little trouble getting out of bed. Um, Nick also works from home, so we kind of like everybody, everybody's up by eight o'clock, Okay. which sounds late, but both my kids are still in elementary school, as you know, so we don't have to be out the door. We get out the door around 8.30, but truly, my kids don't have to walk into school till 8.55. So, like, if we're running late, we're still early. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Alarm goes off, 7.30. I hit snooze multiple times. I drag myself out of bed by 8. Usually, Nick is handling the making of the breakfast for the kids. I am usually jumping in a quick shower um, getting my, sometimes I don't even have time for the shower. So I yep. will splash some water on my face, Yep. do some skincare, which for me is spray a little Trader Joe's rose water mist, uh, mm. toner. That sounds lovely. It's a little, it is lovely. It's a little wake oh. up in the middle of the cannon being. Well, I also love that it seems easy. It is. You just it spray is. it. Spread it, spray it. Wait about a minute, put on my moisturizer, okay. which is my Walita, Valida, I don't know how you say it, Skin Food Light. Oh, yeah. Which has been a revelation. They do we'll say, to- Brooke, that you shouldn't even shower every day, that it dries your skin. Right. Like, I yes. do not, I don't wash my face in the shower. It, as long as I did like a really good face wash the night before, because yeah. my skin gets really dry, I just do a quick little rinse off. Yep. But I, I don't wash my face in the morning because it yeah. dries it out too much. So do the moisturizer, okay. do my L to MD sunscreen. What? This is all pretty. L to MD? No. Elta. Elta. E-L-T-A. Okay. Elta MD sunscreen, which okay. I wear every day of the year. Yeah. I'm um, good about putting sunscreen too. Yeah. On, on your face? On or? my face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just my face. And then if I have time, I will do my five-minute makeup routine. Um, This is usually – doesn't always happen before we walk the kids to school. But I usually try to have makeup on. Not that I need to, but if I have some Zoom meetings or if I'm going to be out and about. Yeah. And, and like, listen, it's a pretty minimal routine. Yeah. It's it's put on a little um, tinted moisturizer, little um, under eye concealer, blush. Fill in the brows and mascara. So I look somewhat presentable. We get the kids out the door around 8:30, and then my day can kind of start. So yes. we get home by 8:45. I either walk up the street for my Wawa latte mm. or I make some tea at home um, along with breakfast. Breakfast for me is always one of two things. It's either two scrambled eggs with toast, or I make the quick oats oatmeal with cinnamon, brown sugar, and then I put in fresh strawberries and fresh banana. Uh, yeah. Not bananas. I like that about you that you always like, you always, I, I think you've always had the same salad for lunch. I do. Total it creature of habit. It so much easier when you eat the exact same thing every morning. It or, does. And even for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. And like the oatmeal with the fresh fruit is so good. Yeah. And it fills me up for the morning. So then I'm usually at my desk by 9 or 9.15. And that's when my work day actually starts. So I usually read some emails. I check in with Terry, my business partner for Curious and Company. Um, and Balance Bound, we kind of see what's going on that day in terms of either client work that we have to do or other Balance Bound deadlines. 
Um, I check out my planner for the day, see what see yeah. what else needs to get done, see what meetings I have. And that's kind of like, so I'm in my full swing by 9.30. Definitely, yeah. I'm no Amanda Jefferson. But do you I know am- what it is, Brooke? I think because I think – you guys are kind of a well-oiled machine as a family to get out of the house in the morning is the sense that I get. Mm-hmm. It is it's a bit of a hot hot mess here getting I mean, out of the house. So that 7:45 Fernando knows between that 7:45 and that 8 trying to get her out of the door. So it's almost like I have to prepare myself physically and mentally because she's not easy to get out the door. No. So I think that's the flip-flop of our situations. My morning routine is a well-oiled machine so that I can prepare myself for the hot mess that is getting my kid out the for door. her morning routine. Right. 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 I mean, listen, we have days. So baseball season is just wrapping up for us, but both of my kids play baseball. If both of them had games the night before and we're not truly getting them into bed until 9 or 9.30, the morning routine is a little more hectic because if they're not up until close to eight o'clock, which sometimes happens, we're like dragging Paige especially out of bed. She like, we will pull the covers totally off. We'll turn the lights on and she just mm, yeah. stays, stays still snuggled up in her little her little ball. Um, she's a little tougher. Sometimes if she's yeah. not dressed by like 820, it's like, okay, let's get the clothes on. And then the wardrobe drama sometimes starts. So yes. yeah, we have our and mornings too. And then you remember too. that you were supposed to wear wacky socks today. Oh, you know. whatever it is. Fortunately, her outfits are always fairly wacky. <laughs> so we're, we're pretty good there. But yes, I mean, there's days that we're brushing our teeth at 832 and, and just getting everybody out the door. So yeah. I mean, it happens to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And in summer, that kind of happens too because we do the camps. Right. So, and actually camp, we have to be there even earlier. <laughs> so We're not doing camp this summer and I'm no. kind of looking forward to just not yeah. having to drag her out of bed. I wouldn't mind finding a camp next summer that starts at nine. The, yeah. the, the camp that I signed them up, it's only four weeks. So we, we don't do the whole summer. Right. With camps, but um, but yeah, we're gonna have to be. I'm gonna be have to be on top of my game, but it's also a little easier to get up when it's warm out. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, oh, our the mornings, darkness. Oh, the darkness. The six twenty in the summertime, like I said, it feels like noon. Yeah, six twenty in the winter time it feels mm-hmm. like two o'clock in the morning. It feels unnatural. Unnatural. I don't like the dark. I don't like the cold dislike all things. Yes. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, So my strategy now is to try to see if I can get a nice solid morning routine in place so that maybe by the time the winter comes around, mm -hmm. it won't be quite so challenging. Mm -hmm. I think trying to start a winter, a a really early morning routine in the middle of winter is no bueno. Well, and isn't next year, isn't winter going to be even darker because we no longer have daylight or like we have permanent, permanent Daylight right. saving now, right? Right. Daylight savings, daylight saving. Is it time? starting this fall or next winter? Or not? You know what I mean? I think it's like already established, oh. right? They I just th- I think- snuck that into the government. They signed <laughs> something, and it's like just why, kidding. I know. Why can't everything be that easy? I mean, it, yeah. Well, that's a whole that's other a whole another thing. Yeah. But I mean, it would have been nice if they made that change when we had babies that were that you had yeah. to change their whole sleep schedule. But it's definitely going to change the fact that kids are going to be going to the bus stop and school when it's darker. Right. It's a good point that you mentioned, though, about the babies, because I talk to a lot of moms, either in my course or, or clients, and they feel guilty that they can't have this amazing morning routine 
Because their babies are waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah, and they're no. like, oh, my God, I have to wake up at 4.15. It's like, okay, no. Yeah. You get a big old solid exemption. But a lot of times, I don't think the morning routine even necessarily has to be the thing that you do the second that you wake up. Yeah. It's just what do you do in the morning? And it could be, you know, the baby wakes up at 5. Like, what are some things that you do in the morning that help you set the tone for right. the day to make you feel like, okay, I'm kind of off to a solid start? Right. Whether that's 7 o'clock or nine o'clock or whatever or five o'clock i think um and this was one thing that i had talked to my therapist about like months ago easing into my morning like letting Mm. myself accept the fact that i'm not a morning person yeah let me you know be a little last minute just throw on some clothes and some good enough ish good enough ish uh moisturizer get the kids out the door and then start my morning yes ease into it with you know, not even feeling like I have to open the email until 10 o'clock if I need to yeah. do some creative work beforehand, which I was supposed to do. And then I followed up with my therapist and I was like, yep, nope, didn't do that. The Oh, she wanted you to do like more creative stuff in the morning. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we both wanted me to do that and it just <laughs> didn't happen because work is still just busy and I still feel like, yeah, I mean, that hour would not make or break my my business if I did some creative work before looking at email. But there's still that type A anxious part of me that needs oh. to know what's what's waiting for me. I know. Even though you are a creative, like that's your work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's hard to balance that creative energy and the entrepreneur. Right lifestyle. Right. So yeah, but that's I, something I would like to change. I love what you're saying about just owning it because I know people that have owned the fact that they're not a morning person and they will say things like, I don't take meetings before 10 a.m. Yeah. or I won't be anywhere before 10 a.m. or I never wake up before 9. And th- because I feel like if you just embrace who you are every day, you're not trying to battle against it. It's yeah. just kind of work with the flow. My issue is that the creative juices, even though I still like to stay up for a couple hours at night after the kids are in bed to watch my shows or like just chill or tidy up the house or whatever is making me feel productive at night, um, the creative juices are not flowing as much. So to build in that creative time, it probably should be in the morning. Mm. So maybe that's something with the kids having to get to camp a little early in the summer. Mm. And sometimes the client end of the business is a little quieter in the summer, maybe I will try to build in more of that creative ritual as part Mm. of my morning routine. I like this. Okay. So we can check in on this. Okay. I like this because I bet you would have some interesting creative breakthroughs. Yeah. That you could implement in the planner or the other, you know, products that you have or with your clients. Yeah. I've got high hopes. Oh, thanks. Well, it was funny because we thought we might want to also talk about evening routine, but there's just so much to talk about in morning routine that evening routine is going to be... It's going to have to wait for another episode. Another episode because the evening routine, how well you set that up also has huge implications for how your morning goes. So Absolutely. I'm really excited to talk about yeah. that. And do you consider yourself a night owl? Now that no. we well, Right? Because you used to be, Right. You know, it's funny. I would like to be a night owl in the sense of sometimes I get into bed and I think, I wish I could read this book for a while or I wish I could do more journaling for a while. Um, But I just, like, I just shut down. My body just shuts down. Okay, but that's how you're able to wake up earlier than me. So we're going to, yeah, we'll – We'll hash out the uh, the evening routines because I think we're both pretty opposite in terms of how we 
handle both our mornings and our evenings. So it'll yeah. be interesting to hear. And and we, uh, as usual, we'd love to hear what our listeners are doing. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear. Yeah. Now that we've got that fancy voicemail, mm-hmm. you can even leave us a long voicemail mm-hmm. and tell us what's working for you with your morning routine and if you're a morning person or not. Yes. All right. Let's take a break. Hey, listeners. Good Enough-ish co-host Brooke Forey here to tell you a bit more about my branding design firm, Curious & Company Creative, where my business partner, Terry Baker, and I create striking first impressions with visual brands for small and medium-sized businesses. While a visual brand includes a logo design, it's so much more than just that. It's the color palette, fonts, brand marks, patterns, website, packaging design, signage, print pieces, and more that bring your brand to life and make your expertise shine because it deserves to be seen. Brooke, you have helped me by tying together so many visual elements for my business, Indigo Organizing, and it's made such a difference in helping me appear polished and professional. I get comments all the time on my branding. I especially love that style guide that you created. It's so awesome to have my fonts, colors, etc., all in one place. I use it all the time. I love to hear that, Amanda, and I want that for all small businesses. If you are a business owner in today's visually saturated, fast-moving world, the reality is that you can't afford to overlook the importance of your brand's first impression. We offer several branding and website design packages, or we can create a custom package based on your needs. Visit CuriousAndCompany.com to explore our services and learn about the Brand Breakthrough Workshop, where we begin with all of our clients. Ooh, what's the Brand Breakthrough Workshop? I'm so glad that you asked. Brand Breakthrough is our deep dive workshop where we learn the story of your business, your history, goals, pain points, and ideal audience, and create a visual blueprint for where you're going next. We ask the important questions that you've never stopped to ask yourself about your business. That's where the breakthrough part comes in. That's right. And after our workshop has concluded, we take the details we've extracted about your business and create a clear brand strategy document and visual mood board that sets the tone for your brand. You'll then have the ability to implement the new visual style on your own, or we can continue to work together on a custom visual branding package. Check out CuriousAndCompany.com to learn more or schedule a free, no-obligation chemistry call to see if Curious & Company is a good fit for your business. And we're back. We're back. Amanda. Super excited to hear what's sparking joy for you today. Again, you've been a little elusive. You I know. Filled me in. I know. So I'm curious to hear what you're going to think about this. Okay. The what the frugal side of you is going to oh, think about. Yeah, this. we're very different. Here. Are you paying for another course or service? It's not a. It's a service. Okay. It's not a course. Okay. Thank Tell me God, more. please. I need to have like an intervention about how many courses I take. Anyhow, okay. So this is something. It's an email manager called the Superhuman app. Have you heard of this? I have not. Okay. So email, you know, we talk, we've talked before about the idea of friction. I love this idea about friction that in Atomic Habits by James Clear. And love he that book. Love that book, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just the idea of friction. You know, when you notice that there's something that you're trying to do and it's hard to do or you're dreading doing it or whatever it is, it's probably because you need to uh, uh, determine what the friction is. Yeah. Right? 
So my email has just been driving me crazy. I have two email accounts. I have the Indigo Organizing email account, and then I have my Gmail account. And I just, they just seem to always pile up. And no matter what amount of unsubscribing and marking as spam and all of that, they just pile up and pile up. And I will you know, spend the better part of a day getting through it only to find that the next day I have 300 emails. And it's super frustrating. Yeah. And then I don't like it because emails get lost or I take several days to get back to people, which I don't like. So anyway, I'm big into delegating. I try to delegate as much as possible. So I talked to my assistant, Natasha, Mm -hmm. and asked her if she would be willing to handle my email. Just kind of go in there, clean things up on a regular basis so that when I go into my email, all I see is what I really need to deal with. And she said she was happy to. However, she had heard of this um, program called Superhuman that her friend was using that she raved about. She said, try that first and tell me what you think. And if it doesn't work, then I will help. Okay. And I love it. Okay, but tell the, me more. Okay, but Brooke, this is where the frugal part of you comes in. Mm. It is $30 a month. I mean, so, okay, tell me what it does. You know, I was kind of – so basically it's a different interface for your email, and there's all these keyboard shortcuts that you use to get – the whole idea is that you get through your inbox lightning fast. Okay. So, for example, you're on an email, and you push E, and that's done – or you push H and it will give you a reminder to bring that email back to you when you need it. Or you push L and that's to add a label to it. Or you push Control um, U and that's to unsubscribe. So it's just very like boom, 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 okay. boom, boom, boom. And you get through things really fast. And so, for example, you would also, you know, I'll write the email and then if I push, so you have to learn the keyboard shortcut. Sure. But you push like Control Shift Enter. And then it sends and deletes the wow. email. Okay. Or not deletes, archives it, right? So I did find that I had this, you know, 300 email backlog. And I know people that have 10,000 oh, emails. Thousands. Right? Yeah. And they do have, you know, you can go nuclear. You can basically say, okay, just archive everything mm-hmm. below this date and just get it out of here. And it will still be there. So it's searchable. You can use it on your phone. You can use it on the desktop. I got one month free, and I can share the referral code so that listeners can get one month free if they want to try it as well. Um, and I'm even going to set up – you can set up – I think it's a half-hour, one-on-one free conversation with the coach. Oh, nice. And I've been getting emails from them. How's it going? What help do you need? Um, but they basically, you know, first I was like, oh my God, all these shortcuts, how am I going to remember all this? But they just talk about muscle memory. Like yeah. it's just the muscle memory of learning the shortcut. And the interface is attractive. So it it's kind of like how I tell my clients a lot, use tools that spark joy, use cleaning products that have a nice smell, or use a letter opener that's going to encourage you to want to open your bills. The interface just feels really clean and nice. And I almost find myself looking forward to getting into my email mm. and cleaning it out. Okay. And this is – so this replaces the Gmail interface that you normally use, right? Correct. Okay. So I haven't even been looking at Gmail. Okay. So, see, I don't I don't use Gmail, so I don't know that this would even um, work for me. Like, I – so our email addresses are through like whatever the Google workspace. Um, 
So we could technically check it through yeah. the Gmail interface, but I have always used Mac Mail because I have a Mac computer, Apple computer. Um, and I like... I've always liked it because I like the interface. I hate the Gmail interface. Right, me too. And I've never felt that it was intuitive and like quick. So I'll, I'm interested to see, you'll have to show me this, what's it called again? Superhuman. Superhuman interface. I do like the idea of the keystrokes and like the the shortcuts. Mm -hmm. I'm all about that with, you know, I use Adobe software for all of my design stuff. And like some of those keystrokes, if you asked me what a keystroke was, I couldn't even tell you. Right. But my body just, like my my fingers yeah. know how to do a keystroke to like do something because it's just so ingrained in me from like 20 plus years of using these programs. Um, but it reminded me of a design professor that I had in college always talked about minimizing your mouse miles. Right. So that's similar. It's like you said, it's a shortcut. It's just, it's saving you time that that muscle memory, it just becomes second nature to save yourself those mouse miles or yes. key, keypad miles, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I like the idea. I don't know if it would work for me because I'm pretty pretty married to my Mac mail. Right, and it works for you. Yeah, it does. Right. And I'm pretty – I am pretty strategic about um, you know, keeping – I do have all of my like personal and my work emails – all in Mac Mail, so I can kind of see them all at the same time. I'm not logging in or having to change really right. windows. So yeah, but that sounds interesting in terms of managing the overflow. Yeah, yeah. I think for the lesson is just kind of for me too. If something is not working, don't just keep banging your head against the wall and trying to, you yeah. know, so I was proud of myself that I was doing a little bit of troubleshooting. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe my assistant can help. But then my assistant, you know, had this other great idea. And so I like... The experimenting and when like when something is not working, don't just keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, in in today's world, there's bound to be a solution out there. Like, yeah. there's always like sometimes it's hard to know where to look for it. So it's great that Natasha knew about this and yeah. and told you. And that's why we're here to share these good enough solutions I know. too. I mean, that's a huge difference. That instead of dreading email, I'm actually looking forward to pushing the little button to like clear email. That's a big love it. Yes. So yeah. that's what's sparking joy for me. Good. So Glad Brooke, to hear it. What are you doing to do your future self a favor right now? Well, it's funny. We didn't actually like intend for these things to kind of overlap, but they kind of do. So um the future saver mm. <laughs> I had it so good for like the last several episodes. Anyway, the favor that I'm doing for my future self is, and I've actually done this for over a decade, but I am very relentless about turning off phone notifications. Yeah. So really the only regular notifications that I have on my phone are text messages because those tend to be something that, you know, someone either wants a quick reply or those are kind of like the more yeah. timely um, outreach, whatever. I don't respond to email as quickly and I don't, um, I mean, my phone hardly ever rings. I, of course, my. I know, it's not that funny that our phones don't ring. I know. If my phone <laughs> rings, it, it does. It's like um, an appliance. It's like rings. a repair person or but something. But yeah, so years ago, I turned off the email notifications on my phone because the truth is, if email is more urgent and it's during work hours, I'm already sitting at my computer. So I don't need my phone to be digging when oh, my yeah. email on my computer is already telling me that I have a notification. Um, 
I have never had notifications for social media. So if someone posts a comment to something on Instagram or Facebook, and you know, I manage like three Instagram accounts, my personal, my balance bound, and then we have the good enough-ish um, And don't you have a curious and company we one do. too? We do. Terry, yeah. Terry, Terry wrangles that, that one. So, but it's like, I have too many accounts to manage. Yeah. And if I had notifications turned on for those things, I would be getting pings all day long. Yeah. So I have always had them turned off. And guess what? I don't miss anything important no. because you don't need the constant singing in your ear. I know. I'm so, grabbing my phone right now, Brooke, because I feel like <laughs> I'm going to go through and delete a lot of notifications. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times what happens is you get the notification, you're like, why am I getting Amazon notifications? But then you don't actually take a second right. to turn off the notifications. Yeah. Do your future self a favor. Next yes. time you get a notification that you're like, why am I getting this? Yes. Go into your phone settings. There's usually, like, there's the specific, if you're on an um, an iPhone, you go settings, notifications, and then all of those apps that you have on your phone, which I have so many, Yes, um, you can go in and turn them off. You can have just the badge notification. You can turn off, you can have the badge, but no sound. So that's what I do for a couple of things. Like when my target pickup order is ready, I don't have a sound, but I do have the little badge that shows up. So the next time I look at my phone, I know that my order is ready. But like the reality is, I'm going to look at my phone enough <laughs> to see notifications pop up that aren't constantly pinging or making a noise or a vibration. Um, because they're interruptions. They're such – I oh. mean, even my Apple Watch, I have like this mindful moment that keeps showing up on my Apple Watch. And I'm just like, I don't need this mindful moment. I know. I get the same one and I don't. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's a sign. We need to be taking our <laughs> mindful moments. But I don't do that as well. Um, so I should probably, we should go both go into our Apple watches today and turn off that mindful moment. And even though I keep text notifications on, there's a couple of like larger group texts that I'm in mm -hmm. that I will mute. silence or mm -hmm. yeah, mute because they're very active and I don't need to see every single text that comes in from like five different people or 10 different people. So the little the little indicator on my phone will still show up. So I will know when I look at my text messages that there are new messages in that thread and I can look at them. Yes. I don't need to be informed every 30 seconds when someone adds something to that. So that's been a great way to curb the distractions. Uh, if there's an emergency and someone truly needs me, they will call me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I'm realizing here as I'm looking in my notification center where I can see all these notifications, I can swipe left and I get something that says options and I can click on that and I can go to view settings and I can turn off the notifications right there. Whoa. Right. Whoa. So then, you know, when the notification comes, I know we're both sitting here looking at our phones right now, <laughs> but when the notification comes, you're not necessarily going to have time in that moment. But if you have a second to sit down, you can, you know, pull down, look at your notifications and be like, okay, because like right now I'm seeing, I'm getting Amazon, I'm getting Spotify, I'm getting Old Navy. I mean, what the heck? Yeah. And actually, it's asking me here, keep receiving notifications from the old Navy app, and I can say no, turn off all notifications. Yeah. 
That's amazing. And once you take the five minutes to do that, then your no- notifications are going to be yeah. yeah. One of my favorite authors is Ryan Holiday, and he talks a lot about limiting your inputs. Yes. And so this is an awesome exercise in limiting your inputs. I love it. I'm going to do this today. Yeah, I need to do it too. Even though I was sitting here preaching about turn off your notifications as we were looking at them, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I still have a bunch turned on that you were good enough ish. I was. It was good enough ish. Now I'm gonna. Be You're gonna go kicking butt and taking names. You're gonna yeah. go 100. percent Yeah. So I'm just yeah. leaving the text notifications on, maybe Target, because I love Target. You love Target. Well, and I, I do, I, like, I do a order pickup, like, once a week. And yeah. Wawa for when my Wawa. You don't want to miss your free, ready. you got a free coffee notification I, I got today. a free coffee notification You don't want to miss that. I That's a do big not. joy sparker. That's a big one. So maybe texts, Wawa, and Target. <laughs> They'll be my, my only ones. But everything else. It can wait. Yes. It can still show up, but not not be dinging or vibrating. Because I also never have my ringer on. Do you ever? No. No. Well, also because the vibrate is so loud. I can yeah. hear it vibrating across the room. And we have our Apple Watches, we so we get the little... We are highly reachable. We are very reachable. Yeah. yeah. So... So leave us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail <laughs> at, I don't even know our phone number, but we'll mention it on our outro or something. Um, yeah. All well, right. This, this was, was a fun one. This was fun. Yeah. I feel good. Let's yeah. go change the world. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.